Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The, the podcast, podcast, starring Joey Love and Michaela Burridge. Welcome to The Lovers, The Dreamers, The Podcast. Woo! Uh, what, did you not like my enthusiastic entrance? <laughs> no, I liked the enthusiasm, but you were also like really slowly tucking your hair behind your ear. It was in my... But it was... <laughs> Really slow. Yeah, it was in my face, and I had to get the entirety of the hair out, out of my face. Joey has such luxurious hair. Yeah, my hair is getting very long, and it's going to keep getting longer, and I won't be cutting it anytime soon, so I'm very close to being able to put it all in a ponytail, but I digress. Um, we are now going to be doing a, another review for you guys, uh, this time of a television special that the Muppets were a part of titled Muppets at Disney World. Is that the actual title or did I mess that up? No, I think that's right. (laughs) Okay. Um, um, Muppets at Disney World was on NBC um, and I should have had this up before talking about it because I don't have all the facts of that um yeah it was on nbc it's part of the uh the magical world of disney block on uh may 6 of 1990 um and it was the last special that jim henson would be a part of um because unfortunately 10 days after it aired he passed away Mm. um but we are going to talk about our feelings about the muppets at disney world and as well as uh a review of it. Um, so yeah, let's just dive right into that. So it opens with two of my very favorite celebrities on the entire planet. Two visionaries that I am vocally obsessed with. Would you like to announce or shall I? Um are you about to say Fozzie Bear's mom and Fozzie Bear's mom again? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm about to say my favorite Muppet, Fozzie Bear, and my favorite Disney CEO, Michael Eisner. Yeah. I, I love Michael Eisner. I have a t-shirt with his face on it. I have his book, and I've read it a million times. I have his autograph. Michael Eisner, in, in the opening... The I I was very excited to see him in there, and I always love when he's a part of these things. Hello. Yeah, but him saying a joke very cringeworthy. No, I loved it. <laughs> it, was, it was like no, I loved it. I was like, oh, this is. This I liked is when rough. he said "waka waka." <laughs> I want to make that like my text tone. Just him going "waka waka." <laughs> my phone is always on silent, but I would turn on the volume for that. Um, also, his poor suit when he gets all when he gets all torn up. Honestly. I bet he got so many forehead kisses. You, he, you should, we should have Michael Eisner, if you're listening. Oh my God. We would, we would love to have you on the podcast. Um, and you can tell us about how many forehead kisses from the Muppets you have gotten. Because I'm sure it is like at least seven, maybe eight, if not more. Um, yeah, no, I was very excited to see Michael Eisner in this. I always, I, I enjoy... Michael Eisner does a really good job as a Disney CEO in, in a similar... Yes, he does. In, <laughs> and podcast. And, and a sentence. Um, he does a really good job at having his image 
be separated as like this is CEO Michael Eisner and as like this is Michael Eisner being a character, even though mm. he's not an actor by any means. Like everything oh, no. everything that he's in Painfully is, is, so. is he's really bad. But it's very similar, dare I say, to Walt mm-hmm. Disney. Where like Walt is very good at like compartmentalizing of like and obviously in a much better way because yeah. he's much more of like a, a television and movie persona than mm-hmm. any than any other uh, but Michael CEO. Thrive. Yeah. But like he he does it well in a way that like there's uh, a Iger never did really well, that Chapek never did really well, that Miller did never did really well. Like, you know, it's like he he has that vibe to him and it's I like that. There's a a super cut on YouTube of all the times that Michael Eisner says hello in all these specials <laughs> that I'll make you watch. Um my other Besides this special, my other favorite Michael Eisner appearance is the opening day of Disneyland Star Tours. Have you ever seen that? I don't think I've ever seen that. We're going to watch that before you go home. Okay. We, we simply must. I will not let you leave my house until we've watched it. <laughs> okay. Um, but I, I really enjoyed Michael Eisner's presence in this. And I like that. So the start of everything is we're introduced to Michael Eisner and Fozzie Bear and his mom. Um... Fozzie Bear's mom, not Michael Eisner's mom, but so al- cool. but also like I think it'd be really funny if Michael Eisner's mom was there dressed up like Fozzie Bear's mom. That'd be pretty would funny, be yeah. Really funny bit. Um, they're introducing the special to us, and then it opens up to um, the Muppets treacherously going through the swamp um, to get to Kermit's family, which then opens the question: Is Kermit from Florida? Kermit's too good for that. That's what I thought, but <laughs> apparently he's from Florida. Or, like, at least has, like, a lot of... There's a lot of family yeah. that lives by Walt Disney World, so it makes me think that, like, that's too much family to not also be from Florida. Mm. He probably, like, grew up in Florida and then was like, oh, God, and then moved. Yeah, because then because that made me think about the the DVD that went that was like straight to DVD movie of Kermit Swamp Years because mm. I I remember Baby Kermit I remember he's got two friends that are like there's like that blue frog and then there's like the little nerdy frog and then I remember there's like an alligator that he's friends with. Um, other than that, could not tell you the plot of that, but I pretty sure it tells you like I'm from the swamp in this area I feel like in my soul if that's not in there then like my headcanon is that Kermit's unfortunately from Florida so unfortunate yeah um my favorite part of this Muppets going through the swamp thing is seeing all their little feetsies yeah his little fuzzy bear feet little fuzzy bear feet Mm. yeah piggy's heels yeah like that's it's uh it's so good um I, I like when uh, Beaker has um, his poison ivy serum. Yes, put on but it's him, just giving him. And it's just ivy giving symptoms. him poison. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Beaker throughout the entirety of the special. The entirety of his existence, truly. Well, yes. I mean, he is a he's a walking. You know, just just like Murphy's Crash Law. Test. Yeah, like yeah. it's just anything that's going to go wrong is going to go wrong for Beaker. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, that just him being so itchy with all his little dots. I was like, I feel so bad for you. Poor little guy. 
Um, also, when Miss Piggy calls the swamp a tacky jungle, it's like clearly you've never seen the Jungle Cruise. True. <laughs> um, Very disappointed they didn't ride that in this special. Yeah, they stood in front of, at one point. They were by Fo- the riverboat. Fozzie's by the riverboat, but he's not, but he's, but also like, I guess he's in the, like that was the one part of the geography of, of the special because, spoiler alert, we're going to talk about how, for a while, how upset I am by the geography of this special. It is deeply upsetting. Um, but, like, that was one of the parts that kind of made sense of the riverboat being behind and then Country Bear Jamboree being yeah, that, right across that in that area. But yeah. they weren't standing by Country Bear. I feel like they were standing they by were where... They were standing across from Diamond Horseshoe. Yeah, so it was, like, it like sort of made sense, but, like, not really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, also... Justice for Bean Bunny. Justice for Bean Bunny. I'm glad that Bean Bunny was Bean Norman Bunny mm. in this special, which we find out his middle name is Norman. Um, which is so cute. It is very cute. Um, I'm just so glad that Bean Bunny was a part of this. But also, Scooter was kind of being a jerk to Bean Bunny in, yeah. this, in this special. I don't know why he was just like, he's here to just be cute. And it's like, Bean Bunny is so much more... Than a cute face. He is. He's also just a cute being in general. Just all of it. Not he's just his face. He's a precious little bean. He's, he's... A sweet little bean. I, he needs to come. Bean Bunny, if you're listening, um, we would love to have you on the podcast. We need forehead kisses ASAP. Um, I think that Bean Bunny being a part of the special, in the same way, but in a... In a in a different angle of Clifford being a part of the special just solidifies how 90s yeah. the entirety of it is. It's like seeing Bean Bunny, seeing Clifford. Joey, talk for a second. I'm going to... Okay. I know it's hard for you. But oh, yeah, no, no, no. I don't know how to talk. Um, I just really enjoyed that Bean Bunny and Clifford are a part of this because I love the 90s Muppets. I love the two. We've talked about this, the 2000s Muppets, but Bean Bunny being a part of this special and Clifford being part of the special made me just like so freaking happy. I'm currently placing small figures in front of Joey. Oh my gosh. Why? He's so tiny. That's a tiny Fozzie Bear. <gasps> and a tiny Kermit. He's so cute. If you're wearing headphones, I recommend turning the volume down now. Oh! <gasps> Where did you... Oh, my God. Where They're the little blind bag collectible characters. We got them at um, Once Upon a Toy at Disney Springs. Um, shout out to Jeremiah. He has this ridiculous talent for identifying blind bag items. So yesterday, we were at Disney Springs, and he spent at least 10 minutes meticulously feeling these blind bags, teeny, teeny, tiny, like these are less than an inch tall. Yeah, they're super tiny. Like these teeny, tiny things. He felt probably at least 30 of these little bags to find these specifically for me. Are these the only Muppets ones that they have in the set? No, there's also Gonzo, Animal, and Piggy. Wow. But I have Fozzie, Kermit, and Bean. That's, Bean was the most important one to find. Yeah, I mean, Bean Bunny has so minimal merch. Yeah. And which is like, makes sense because he's not a very utilized character. Right. But like, 
Other than this, the plushie, and then I think there is a Diamond Select figures that are yes. coming out, and he's part of that, but it's like a bigger set. There's not much that I can think of that's, yeah. that's like available, but that's this is so cute. Isn't I adorable? need to go and get some of these little figures now. Yeah. Did it come with just, was it just three figures? It's just, it's three in a bag. I bought two bags. So one bag had Fozzie, Bean, and the blizzard beach slide which is like weird it's a whole bunch of really random like some ride vehicles some like little bit of everything and the other bag had sorcerer mickey steamboat willie and kermit that's a good that's a that good was bag a good right bag there. yes yeah the 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 odd man out of all of this is is the, the blizzard, uh, blizzard beach, beach slide, slide yeah. which like can you slide bean bunny down it or is it like too no it's narrow? a similar scale okay yeah because i was gonna say wow this is so cute i gotta pick yeah. up I gotta pick up Kermit. No, they're so cute. Oh my gosh. It's so good. I think the Fozzie Bear one is probably the best out Fozzie's of all of them. Fozzie's the best looking one. He, like, Kermit's eyes are a little wonky. Kermit's eyes and Bean's eyes Bean's, well, are a Bean, little weird. Bean's eyes kind of, I think Bean, when he is being realized as like an item, other than like the action figures, he kind of is just a little scary looking. Yeah. And then Kermit's eyes are just, like, a little sunken in, which is, yeah. like, very, like, ugh, it's a little... But but Fozzie Bear is, like, they nailed it. Like, no, Fozzie especially to, Especially good. to scale. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh, this is very... Well, dang it. Now I need to go to... Disney Springs. And you I gotta... do need to bring Jeremiah. Yeah, I'll be like, I'm gonna hit him up and... You know how we did the Muppets Treasure Island episode... Spoiler, like, ten minutes ago. And <laughs> Don't spoil the magic. <laughs> um, and we, you made me watch the Truffle Shuffle. Yeah. That's Jeremiah with blind bag items. <laughs> In the way that that pig could find the truffles, Jeremiah just, like, sniffs around everything and, like, magically There's finds me. There's a in this yeah. bag. <laughs> Anything that I could possibly want in my life, this man has found. He does not stop until I... Of all the Muppets. I I think if you if you get there before I do, because I don't know when the next time I'll be at Springs is, let me know. I'll just Venmo you because <laughs> I do. I need these. Like they're so cute. And I'm um I was talking to my sister recently, and this is a random side tangent before we get back to talking about the special. Mm-hmm. Um my sister has um an annual pass to Sesame Place mm-hmm. in Pennsylvania and um, they go with like some a family that they have, and and <laughs> they um, they go to the store every once in a blue moon, mm-hmm. and they have one of these like Mister Hooper's store in yeah. there. They have this sale going on right now of like all the miniature Sesame Street characters you can just fit into like like this plastic bus. And Taylor was telling me, like, that she would, like, pick them up for me so that I can, like, eventually when we have our own little studio space, yeah. we have a shelf of, like, the Sesame Street stuff and putting them on there. Oh, That's I what think. it feels like. They're, they're not, yeah. like, they're, they're probably about this big in comparison okay. to, so, like, maybe the size of, like, I don't know, like, a, a small cup. It's for everyone who's trying to yeah. visualize how big my fingers are right now in the sense of this audio media. We love we love to have visual gags in, this, yeah. in, in our in our podcast. Yeah. Um but yeah. Is there any specific well besides Elmo obviously, but like is there any 
I'll have to tell her if there's any Sesame Street characters um, that we want her to pick up. I love, let's see, I love Grover. Grover. Okay. I love, um, I love Snuffy. Snuffy, okay. They do have Grover and Snuffy. I know that's Prairie Dawn. Mm, Prairie Dawn might, She's maybe? probably my rarest favorite of them. They might have her. I'm not sure. There's I know they just a, did. A big Prairie Dawn girl. I know that they just did the Yip Yips. Mm. Like, that was, like, one of the things. I know they, they did the Yip Yips, Tango, which is um, Elmo's puppy. puppy, and, um, oh, my gosh, what was the other one? The Two-Headed Monster, mm. which is also, like, another, like, that's a classic Muppet yeah. that I, like, obsessed with. Almost bought the Two-Headed Monster when I bought Slimy, um, but I did not. So if they have him at SeaWorld, or I might I might pick him up for my birthday, like a little little present to me. Yeah. Or force somebody else to buy it for me. Okay, Joey, my God, I'm going to get you a stuffed animal for your birthday. I was about to say shout out to Jade, but if oh. you want to buy it to me, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, we need more, more Bee Bunny. If you are listening and you have Bean Bunny items that you don't want, send them our way. We need Bean Bunny stuff. Justice for Bean Bunny. Love being bunny. <laughs> what is this episode about? I don't know. We've we've sort of gone on the rails, off the rails, and started just talking about being bunny. But I mean, entirely fair. But um, but um, back to the special. That the first song we get. Yes. Is that frog song? That's the most Florida thing I've ever it's seen so in my Florida. life. It's like I don't even remember any of the it. My brain right now doesn't remember the song. But it has the vibes of the Country Bear Jamboree song when they ch- when the Country Bear Jamboree was like the summer Country Bear yeah. Jamboree, and it's in the Disneyland sing along tape mm-hmm. where it's like if you're going fishing, like it's it's very like that, yeah. Like that's what I just imagine, like just a bunch of frogs that are like we're eating these skaters, and it's like sorry, one more time, please. We're eating these skaters. <laughs> Like the frogs are like they're like Kermit. Did you then taste them skaters? <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see them, you guys. Soon, at some point, we will we will put a visual version of the podcast. I think it there's there's something to be had of the faces that we make and yeah. the things that we do, but. And the fact that almost every episode now I've shown you something visual. That's true. That like, I should be like showing the see. camera this tiny bean bunny, which also, like... I'll take a picture of him. You'll see it online. He will be on the Instagram at some point. Yeah. The, the Instagram. Sounds like an old person. <laughs> We're going to post him on the Instagram. With all them skaters. <laughs> I think we need this and edit a, a picture of me with the little tiny black yeah. dots of the, of the <laughs> mosquitoes. mosquitoes. Like, be like... <laughs> Joey just stuck his tongue out and I hated it. <laughs> Mom. I want to go home. Come pick me up. I'm scared. Um, gosh, but... um. Uh. And then I love after that song, they go in, into, he's like, let's sing another one. And he's like, it's not that easy being green. And then it's, and like, they're like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. I thought that was a really funny, funny gag. It is. Um, now, here's a question that I have for you that I think that we might be able to solve on our own if we look at, like, Google Maps. Okay. Where do you think these frogs live where they are that close 
to Walt Disney World. Now, we're keeping in mind, too, right, that a lot of the apartment complexes yes, and everything around Disney... this is also Disney, about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago. Right, so, like, there's certain apartment complexes or stores or, you know, things yeah. like that are, like, outside of Disney property that wouldn't have been there. So, like, I hope their, I hope their home has not been torn down for, yes. like, a, like, a, for, like, a pizza place, but... Um, not even a lot of good pizza places around here. Man. Can no, I tell you what I, I, where I want them to have lived and then where I think they actually did? Sure. Where do you think they, like, where do you want them to live? Well, Joey, <laughs> I currently live somewhere that if I had a real good throwing arm, I could hypothetically throw a rock and hit the castle. <laughs> I would like to imagine that Kermit lives in the little wooded area between where I live and the Magic Kingdom, making me neighbors with Hermit's family. Yeah. But when they're like, we're going to Walt Disney World, they don't go to Magic Kingdom. They go to Hollywood Studios and then continue on to completely not follow any geographical locations or even what parks certain attractions are in. If I had never been to Disney World before seeing this... Oh, I would be so confused. Yeah. Like, I... It just blows my mind that they don't even start the special in Magic Kingdom, like, at the castle. Yeah, when I was when I was rewatching because I've seen the special before, but... Do they even show the castle? Well, kind of. I I think they they do. They do. Um, no, they, they definitely do because I, at one point I wrote, I miss the old castle so much because I just missed the color wave of the blue and silver. And maybe that, maybe that's a hot take again that. Joey's watching my eyes dart around and I like crossed my arms as soon as he started talking. I think I'm about to be murdered again. Like how I was on the last podcast because this is the ghost of Joey talking. Um. I managed to revive him and he just keeps coming. (laughs) <laughs> I well, I like the old castle. I, so I also liked the old castle, but I'm, I also like it now. I'm not a I'm if I had to pick one over the other, I'm gonna go the old castle. And the only reason why I say that is because I like I always loved that Disney had the like blue and silver castle and that Disneyland had the like pink and ombre that, like yeah, castle. Like that's that was true, like Obvious differences. Yeah, and now okay. it's like the castles are very similar looking, other Except than like the structure. Huge. Right. I mean, Disneyland's castle is is tiny in comparison, and like everyone who like rate was raised on Disney World loves to you know say, yeah. "Oh, is, is that your castle? It's <laughs> so tiny." And it's like, it's like okay, cool. But I think that the major th- difference, the major issue that I had was is now the the colors are just. Too similar. They are very similar. Um, but because I I love the retro. Because I also wrote too. I miss the, um, I miss old uh, Hollywood Studios when it was MGM. I think mm-hmm. like the vibes of. I have said this, and I don't know if I've said this on the podcast, but I probably have. I think that Hollywood Studios again another hot take. Hollywood Studios is my least favorite park, and. I think it is my least favorite park right now because it doesn't know what it wants to be. In terms of, like, the rides, it's probably up there in terms of, like, my favorite... Mm. It has my favorite attractions, clearly, because it has Muppet Vision 3D. And it has, like, a lot of the things, like, you know, I love the the Star Wars attractions, and I love, like, all the different things that they have, like, Rock and Roller Coaster and all that stuff, but 
in terms of the vibe, it's like half of the park is wanting to be a part of the movies and half of the movie, half of the park is wanting to be immersed in the world of the movie. And it's like not like I need the like consistency of, of one or the other. Yeah. Um, and when it was MGM, it had your, your in the movies. That is, that is, you know, everything you get sucked into the world of the movies by being a part of like the film and Mm -hmm. filming it and all that stuff. So, um... Did you ever do Sounds Dangerous with Drew Carey? That was one of the few things that I never did. And I'm very Like the upset. definition of a Joey ride or experience. That's what I've been told. Because it was one of those things that, like... My, my family and I going to Disney... Like, as much as I called the shots of everything that we wanted to do, my mom would be like, oh, we'll do that next year. And that was always a we'll do that next yeah. year attraction. And we never did it until it closed. And because that was... Where Frozen is now, yeah, that soundstage, which used to be American Idol, because it closed for American Idol, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it was Doug, like the live musical, then Drew Carey, then American Idol, then Frozen, which it has now consistently been Frozen for... Ever. Ten years now, Frozen, (laughs) for the first time in forever. (laughs) Didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. I just... It didn't Another work. Another reason we need to do this as a video is so you can all see how often I blankly stare at Joey. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think that these frogs are... They gotta be by a marsh near MGM, near Hollywood Studios. Like, I, I think... I bet they're by... I bet they're by, like, Old Key West. I could see that. I guess that's a little closer to Disney Springs than it is to... They also theoretically could, like, they they show the Grand Flow a lot. They could just live in, like, a lake by... Like, they live in Bay Lake. Like, they just live, like, near... Or the golf course across the street that's, like, always under construction. Oh, yeah. They could live by Shades of Green. Maybe that's... Oh, maybe that's where they used to live. And they call it Shades of Green. Because it's Kermit. Because it... And Kermit It's not an army thing at all. And it's Kermit. It's not an army thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> the progression of Joey's face as I said that went from shock to like, okay, I guess this is funny. <laughs> I just imagine Kermit having steak in like, in Shades of Green now. Like, that's why he, 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 he just... You want to know <laughs> the first thing I thought when you said that? What? Kermit having steak? Is that what you thought? Yeah. We have one brain cell between the two of us right and now. And I did not have it. <laughs> <laughs> I think of Kermit like cutting into like a filet mignon or whatever. I, I don't know if he would eat that. I think Kermit is strictly on like a bug and that's about it. Probably a bug diet. Yeah. I don't think he's ever I mean he's probably eaten other things than that but his favorite things would probably Skeeters. <laughs> Skeeters is just a funny word. Um, okay, we talked. We talked. We touched on it a little bit. So I, I just, we just need to get it off my chest. We just need to get it on the table. The geography of this special makes me so mad. Yeah. I, they, they, they enter 
well, they, well, enter is a, is a very loose world, uh, word because uh, Animal destroys the turnstile mm-hmm. and they just rush into uh, to MGM Studios. And the first thing Bean Bunny says is, is like, come on, Scooter, I'll show you where, uh, where Small World is. Yes. And like something like that. And I'm like, you're in the wrong park. I, that the entirety of the special... And I know you have to like sort of separate it because right, it's like everything like Disney puts out for television that's like is is marketing the parks. They they're 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 using a sort of imaginary version of the parks mm-hmm. always, but this one really stretched it really the limits. Stretched so bad. But could you imagine too if part of the special was like, all right, guys, now we have to wait for the resort monorail. Now we have to wait for the bus. <laughs> It'd be a little funny. I think it would be... I, I, the I would bu- love for the us to map way. out in real time, like you and I going to the parks for a day, being like, okay, at 9 o'clock, we're going to start at Hollywood Studios, and then where do they go next in the special? It's like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, and that like, this, try to go back and forth for all the things. That is an incredible idea. I think we should actively do this. Yes. Like, of trying to go... Now, here's the thing, right? Park hopping at Disney World is going to be a little tricky right because you can't park hop until 2, but at some point, they will yeah. change that. This will be, but, like, a special, like, special report. Yeah. And we'll, like, podcast. This will be when we have, like, mobile podcasting. It honestly feels like... <laughs> it feels like we would be playing... Like our own version of the Amazing Race, literally. <laughs> like Ooh. we, because we would go through the. This is such a good idea. We're okay, coming so up we with. So we do this. <laughs> we're coming up with ideas on the podcast. We have our friends wait with little clues, and before we can go to the next place, they give us some like trivia fact or something. So we, so simultaneously, if you're listening to this and you like this idea, let us know because we're going to sim- as simultaneously that is we are going to all we know the spots that we're going to eventually be going to cuz they map it out but before we can get to the next spot we have to answer a trivia question now who do we know that is knowledgeable enough to answer to like make up trivia questions for us, would they just be like Disney ones, or would they be? I'm saying Muppet Space. Muppet. Well, I mean, right in. Well, actually, don't because then we would know what the questions are. Um, right. This is why <laughs> we'll we'll figure this out. This will be a special because we already we have we have already decided. This is probably for, at least next summer. We have already decided that our hundredth episode is going to be um, another live episode of us on location. Um, while we're at Regal Eagle. Mm. So maybe this is something that we do as like 200th or, you know, yeah. somewhere, somewhere along the lines. But this is going to be a lot of planning. We've yeah. got to, this is, this is a good idea, but we'll just, we'll, <laughs> four we'll, years from we'll now. put it, we'll put it at the back burner for now. But, um, about this special, another thing that I really enjoyed was Rizzo and, Rizzo saying that him and Mickey are distant family. Yes. Um, which was very funny. That is funny. I also enjoy that, uh, what was his last name? Fitz Wallace. Yeah, Fitz Wallace. Yeah. 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 Um, kept calling them the Kismet Gang. The Kismet Gang. That's probably the only thing that I like about him because I, I think he's so annoying. I cannot stand that cop character. The chemistry with Rizzo is funny. 
Yeah, I thought that was. I also liked the little the, the, little the popcorn Rizzo popcorn. That yeah, I thought that was a cool. Give popcorn. me a Rizzo popcorn bucket, you cowards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want a Rizzo popcorn bucket. Uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun, and it's just a regular popcorn bucket that's just like him trying to eat my. It's it's the it's the. Uh, I want a pet chicken. Muppet rat. <laughs> just, I'm just imagining the chicken from from uh, Muppets Treasure Island, and he's just digging yeah. in it, but it's a popcorn bucket. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, I also, I love the rat characters yeah. from the Muppets. I think they're so fun. They are. Um, the drinking straws in the park be like, wow, this really, this really is old. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, we don't allow rodents into the park. Um, I think it had a lot of like little, like nice little jabs at Disney. Yeah. With being very, very friendly because it is a Disney special. Yeah. Um, but there were like if you were like really paying attention, there were some little, little gags. Yeah. Um, speaking of running gags, one of the first things I wrote was that I really enjoyed Miss Piggy and the whole like getting dragged on the thrill rides thing. Yeah, that's the next thing I have written. Um, I just loved her face on Big Thunder Mountain. I love how wide her eyes yeah. got on everything because it's she does it on Big Thunder, she does it on Star Tours, which is apparently right next to Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Um, and she does it on the teacups, which is apparently a thrill ride in comparison to those two rides. Yeah. Um, which, uh, such how a... do you think that, that the puppeteers were just like laying on the floor of the teacups? How sick do you think they felt? How many times do you think they had to shoot that? I don't think they, I or don't do we th- think it was like the fake Muppets. I think... They either did it one of two ways. They either were had one. I would I would say that they would have one Muppet performer on on the ground like this mm-hmm. side. So he's putting both arms up. Yeah, I have both my arms up, and I'm imagining that. Okay, I'm gonna get on the floor um, because I don't know if you'll be <laughs> able to hear me from here. So you might have to, but... Joey is laying on the floor of my apartment. I think they're on the floor of the teacups like this. The arms are up. There's a metal pole going down that would be like... Right, so what I'm thinking is like, so this is where the turn thing is, right? They're probably like this. This would be such good Instagram content if you weren't still wearing your work clothes. Well, when this when this episode goes up, we'll we'll I'll and wear, make I'll Joey wear change his clothes. <laughs> um, but I think it's probably like that, or it was just the full body ones that can be just like yeah. stabilized, and then they just have like the camera like dolls. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I, that's how, that's what I would guess. I like to imagine people sitting on the floor. Yeah, I think that would be that's funnier to me. Yeah. Um. Swedish chef making tacos in the Mexico Pavilion. I really wanted a taco. Gosh, I'm, I'm also so hungry right Me now. Me too. Um, but I just think that that whole sequence of them being in the uh, World Showcase, regardless of if it was the Swedish chef eating the tacos or making the tacos, Beaker ma- eating the tacos, um, I, I just really enjoyed. I think the Muppets fit so well. In the World Showcase. Yeah. I think that's, that's like, missed opportunity for them to it be is. a part of there. Um, 
I also really enjoyed that they, um, when they had the Electric Mayhem performing. Yes, I wrote that in, too. In there. Um, <laughs> my favorite part was when they're like, uh, Dr. T's like, well, rock stars only want one thing, and Animal's like, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Like, and they're not like, that. not that, and flying yeah. something. And I was like, that's funny. Yeah. That's comedy. Also, when Animal was chasing Snow White all over the place. Yeah. I don't think she got the memo. She, her face at one point literally just looked like she was just happy to be here. Like, it wasn't even like she was scared for her life yeah. that Animal was chasing her. She was just kind of like, this is fun. Yeah. Like, and I was like, that's interesting choice, but okay. Um, um, I also enjoyed Gonzo and Camilla in the tunnels. Yeah, and then eventually ending up in the laundry room. The laundry room. song was one of my favorite parts of the entire thing. It's a good song. It's a fun... I think my favorite song, like, spoiler alert, is uh, probably the um, Electric Mayhem song. Oh, yeah. My least favorite song, I can tell you... I, do you want to take a guess of what my least favorite song was? I bet I have the same one. One, one two, two, three. three. The Stadler Stadler Waldorf, Waldorf song. Yeah. The, yes, was, we finally did it, Joey! That song is terrible. It is. It oh, was awful. Oh, my gosh. It's... So and the strange. Woman looks so uncomfortable. It comes out of nowhere. Like yeah. they're just sitting. So they're sitting on the like main street vehicles, like the horse-drawn trolley. Thing. Yeah, and there's just this random woman in between Statler and Waldorf. Um, which side note, they should have been a part of the like Jungle Cruise or something like that, like or Fozzie. Because that whole street performer gig yeah. bit was like you know where Fozzie's just telling jokes and the. Uh, Stellar water shows up. Palace. Yeah, they're outside. Well, they're outside of Crystal Palace, and then they go outside of the riverboat. But he's doing the same thing. It's like, yeah, I don't know, missed opportunity there. But I digress. Um, Stellar and Waldorf have this random song about like loving this random woman, which is very much like not a part of. It's like very out their, of character for them. Yeah, like it's, it's it feels very like skeezy old men. Yeah. And not, like, Stadler and Waldorf. Yeah, it was just a very strange... I would have liked to see them, like, somehow with, like, the Dapper Dans. Or, like, even, like, heckling the old, like, trolley performers. Yeah. But just, like, this random woman looked so deeply uncomfortable the entire time. I'm just thinking, like, who is that for? Yeah. You know, like, all these, like, these, like, clearly, like, every other... All the other songs have, like, some sort of, like target audience too yeah. or they are the laundry like, song was specifically for me yeah it's you they were specifically wrote it down they were like, like this girl's gonna be born in seven years <laughs> and like what 33 years from now she's really gonna love this yeah but um yeah that song was just strange yeah um but i'm glad that like in the Dr. Teeth and Electric Mayhem song that like Lips and Clifford got some love because we see Lips just playing the trumpet, which was yeah, nice. I love that guy. And the Small World puppets from uh, Muppet Vision 3D yeah. were also in that as well, which I thought was really nice. Um, the Seven Dwarfs trying to capture the Kismet Gang yes. um, is also a good bit um, because it's just interesting, like. I wonder why they went with the choice to include Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs as the, yeah. like, main Disney character. Because we see, other than Mickey at the very end, 
we see a lot of Snow White and a lot of the Seven Dwarfs characters. Yeah, not really anybody else. And then the only other Disney characters that we see are all the bears that he's mm. performing for, which out of all of them, they only use one of those bears in the parks still because it was Liverlips is like the only one that they like consistently use. Kind of see bears in the park sometimes. Okay. I feel like I don't ever really see Tennessee Bear. He doesn't come out as much. Usually he comes out with Wendell. Okay. It's usually Liverlips and Big Al and Tennessee Bear and Wendell. Gotcha. If there's one other fandom that I'm a big part of, it's the Country, Country Bear. Bear Jamboree. Yeah, because you're never going to see Bear Bear in the park ever again. And then... Um, the two other ones are from the Gummy Bears, right? No, they're from... Um, oh, jeez. Fun and Fancy Free? Oh. I think it was... Um, oh, gosh. They were just... Smaller, more cartoony bears that I, I knew I'd seen before but couldn't place. I was disappointed that Pooh Bear wasn't there. Yeah. Because truly what I want in my life is to see the country bears, Pooh, and Fozzie all together. Yeah. Pooh Bear at that time, too, was also a very different like That's visual than, yeah. than the Pooh Bear that we have now. Um, true. So I don't know if they were willing to use that. It's... Um, Bongo the Bear from, yeah, Fun and Fancy Free, um, because Bongo and, oh my goodness, who is the, Bongo's the boy bear, what's the name of the girl bear? Is it Lulu Bell? Is that the name of, I think so, yeah, let me click on Lulu Bell and see, yeah, Lulu Bell, it was Bongo and Lulu Bell from... Fun and fancy free. You could have given me a million dollars and I never would have known that. Um, We did skip over two very important things. Okay. One, Rolf being put in the pet care center. Oh, yeah. And playing the piano with all the Muppet dogs. I love me some Muppet dogs. Mm -hmm. Not crazy about actual dogs. Love Muppet dogs. That also has one of my favorite little background Muppets of the entire special. Because Sprocket yes. from Fraggle, Fraggle Rock, Rock is yes. is there, and I, I was like, "That's yeah, we do." My we mom do. will be the guest star on that one for sure. I I need more. I was just saying the other day. I forget who I was saying it to, but I was like, "As much as I'm collecting more Muppets and Sesame Street items, like I want to get a little bit of like Fraggle Rock items in there." My mom had a, a Sprocket toy. I Mr. love Cameron. I love Sprocket. He's so cute. He's probably one of he's probably my favorite. But we'll revisit Fraggle know. Rock and. Besides Rolf, my favorite Henson Muppet dog. Who? Barkley. Barkley. Yeah, that makes sense. Barkley Barkley's up there with if I, best Muppet dogs. Yeah. If I had to have one of the Muppet dogs as my pet, it would be Rolf. Because I feel like he would just quietly sit on the opposite side of the couch with me and have some tea. And regale me with old stories. And kiss me on the forehead. I feel like that's a very different view of what I have for Rolf. It's like similar, but but like still different. Where I just feel like you would come home and he's like making like a gin and tonic. Also and, that. And like, and he's he's just, just, it would be like living with a little old man. Yeah. It'd be like if my great grandfather moved in. You would uh, like Grandpa Frank. Oh, okay. I'll go meet Grandpa Frank at some point. I need to meet your family at some he's point. He's pretty cool. <laughs> We're going to record family podcasts at some point. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what was the other thing that... that oh, the other thing was, uh, baby Raven Simone 
singing Rainbow Connection. Oh, yeah. I cried. I thought that was so, so cute. It was. Um, it's a very cute version of, of uh, Rainbow Connection. Yeah. And... Rolf's, very kind of out of nowhere, but yeah, Rolf's song cute. and the Rainbow Connection song are probably tied for like my second favorite mm-hmm. song in the special. Um, but also, uh, Raven Simone just kind of looking at Kermit and just yeah. being like, like when they're trying to sing together, and she's like, like I think they definitely filmed it a couple of times, and she could not get the timing of it, so yeah. they were like, we're just gonna have Kermit sing this part, and she just kind of looks at him like. This is a frog singing to yeah. me. <laughs> her little, her little like arm around his shoulders. Yeah. When she tried to like hold his hand, it's it was adorable. so cute. Really cute. Yeah, so precious. I wonder. I wonder what it's like to be that little, because I don't know. She's probably like six at the most. <sighs> well, I also. You have to think, too, that she was on The Cosby Show, Mm -hmm. and she was, like, what, five or six on that? Yeah. I don't know when that ended, and when I mean, I guess it's very easy for me to look at. Yeah, the internet, I always forget that the internet exists when I'm just, like, coming up with, like, scenarios in my head, but, like, she was on The Cosby Show, and she was around the same age as where she is now in this special. And this special came out in 1990. She was five. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to say, she couldn't have been any more than like six or seven. But she's she was very cute in this. And the song was very cute. I just love any any rendition of Rainbow Connection. I, I love. Um, also, when she was singing and she, like, it was, I was so... Uh, it was like very late when I was watching the special and she said like the lovers, the dreamers. And then I go, Oh, she's about to say my podcast name. It's like, <laughs> literally what I was like, I was, so funny. I was like, I was like, Oh, she knows our podcast. And, but, um, clearly not. So, um, Raven Simone, if you'd like to be on the podcast, um, you're more than welcome to, we're just inviting anybody at this point. Um, that, is related or connected to the Muppets. Or not. Or not. Or just a Muppets fan. Or if you just want to have, like, what, Sarah Jessica Parker, we'd love have to have you on. Have we considered Sarah cons- Jessica Have Parker? we considered Sarah Jessica Parker? I don't know. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. Ever since that episode, I don't think I've considered her. I probably should. Did you consider her a whole lot before that episode? No. Okay. I just, she hasn't really crossed my mind recently other than when Lauren said that. Um, but... We're almost to my favorite part. What was your... What a wise frog. I'm just reading the yeah. comments. That was just a very funny sentence. Um, what was your favorite part? My favorite part is... And this is like skipping over a lot of other stuff, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, actually, before that, I wrote, Ha ha ha, laundry land. Yeah, laundry land is funny. I was like... like just I would go Gonzo. there. I, I love doing laundry. Which is like super weird, but it's one of the most relaxing things I think is is not necessarily the folding part. I don't love that part, but I love just like putting clothes in the washer, and being can, like clean. Yeah, I can feel that because I'm not a big I'm not a big fan of folding the laundry, but like the act of like doing the laundry or like I think also in like maybe this is related to the children's medium media that was coming out around the time, but I think about like 
Sesame Street or SpongeBob or like any other things that like they're at a laundromat and they're just like like watching it go yeah. and it's like that. Um, I'll know that I have like made it to the big time when I have a front-loading washer and dryer with a glass door that I can like watch them go through. You'll never see me again. I'll just be sitting. <laughs> I'll get rid of my TV. I'll get rid of my phone. All I'm going to do is watch. I have such vivid memories at my grandparents' house when I was really little. They had the the front-loading washer and dryer and their like laundry closet was like in their bedroom. Yeah. And I would specifically go over there when it was time to like wash my stuffed cat or my baby blanket because I would just sit there and like watch them go through to like make sure they were going to be okay. And I would just like sit there on my grandparents' bed and just watch. And like make sure, yeah. Luna's like, what? you watch that? Luna's like, why would you do that? No, I just, I don't know. It was very comfortable to be like, okay, kitty's safe. Blanky's safe, you know? That's very sweet and endearing. I think Elmo and Grouch had also specifically hurt my brain in regards to like, are my things going to be okay? When we watch Elmo and Grouchland, That's I, a lot of trauma. We're really going to have to sit down and watch it together because yeah, I will not watch it alone. I also, I, the, one of the scariest things that I might have mentioned this before is that giant chicken and that, like, mm-hmm. I hate that. I had nightmares as a kid about that giant chicken and there's still to this day, like, I have a friend back home who, it's very funny, um, she is afraid of Cusco as a llama. And, <laughs> and, and That's the, very specific. And she, if you show her a picture of Cusco as a llama, she will like physically freak out. Like she will like throw your phone out of your hand. Like that's how wow. scared of she is. And like I, still? Like as an adult? Oh yeah. I mean like you could like play a prank and she'd be like, Joey, stop, stop. Like she like, yeah, she's like. Wow. And she's a little older than I am, so like it's it's a like like it's a fear that's like hmm. stuck with her. Um but my uncle is really afraid of Sweetums. That's just an unfortunate one to be afraid of. It though. is, and my uncle is like I don't he's probably like six five, like you know, played all the sports, like you know, big like you know, muscly guy. He's terrified of Sweetums. Also clowns. Clowns, I can understand that. Yeah. Cl- clowns are like a normal. That's fear like a to normal, have. yeah. But Sweetums is just like the love of my life, so I, I can't imagine anyone being afraid of him. Um, but yeah, she's afraid of Cusco, and yeah. I am afraid of that giant chicken. In not in the same extent, but like to a little bit up there. And I'm afraid of abandonment. My God, <laughs> that's so. <laughs> not not you saying that after the other day of being like, if you leave our job, I I will murder you. Yeah. <laughs> I threaten Joe with murder a lot. <laughs> um, but before we start, like talking about our final. Oh, I never talked about my favorite thing. Oh yeah, your final. Yeah, your favorite thing. When they go to the Indiana Jones show. Oh yeah. Um, I, I wrote a series of notes, um, when they're trying to cast from the audience and the guy is like choosing Piggy, um, the, there's a lady sitting behind them who is very obviously looking at the performer 
like the Muppet performer. That's funny. If you look, and it's very much like she did it, and then some like, you know, PA behind her was like, you know, and like motion for her to look up because it's very much like she's looking down, and then all of a sudden she's like, oh, oh, like I'm not supposed to look at that. That's so funny. Um, that's funny. Um, Indiana Jones Kermit. Oh, I love. There's a Palisades figure <gasps> of Indiana Jones Kermit, but it's called Adventure Kermit. It has been on my list on eBay for. Ever. I want one. I need him. I love that. I also wrote Kermit with a gun. I need a, a gif made of Kermit with a gun. He's got a great shot. <laughs> yes. I, I love that every single time he goes to fire the gun, he's like, I do not endorse violence. It's very, very funny. It's so funny. Um, also, when he punches the stuntman and the guy just like stands there and is like... <laughs> Also, Animal chasing Snow White in... Into the Indiana Jones show. Well, from Main Street into the Indiana Jones show, and then they cut to, and she's just kind of like just sitting there, like watching the show, and it's very strange. There's a lot of interesting direction being given here. Yeah. Um, I also need a gif of Kermit and Piggy running from the fire in the stunt show. Oh, Um, yeah. I just really love the whole stunt show. I also am just a general big fan of the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, but not so much of like the action on stage. I like sitting behind the stage manager's booth. Okay. And like specifically watching the stage managers. Yeah, I see. I I think I like doing that next, like sitting around the uh, the booth by uh, Frozen for, for the Frozen Ooh, show. I, I think, haven't done that. Yeah, it's, it's it's interesting, like seeing because they like they'll sing and dance like Aww. while they're sitting there. It's very cute. That's cute. Also, the best line in that entire sequence is when Kermit goes, how are we going to explain this to Big Bird? Yes. (laughs) Is when he's like shooting, shooting at people. And it's just, oh my gosh, that is so funny. funny. Um, How are we going to explain this to Big Bird? It would also make a good t-shirt. Yeah. Um, But... Yeah, I think some of my favorite moments that we haven't really touched on, um, one of my favorite jokes was, uh, that's what we call a Disney joke. No, that's what we call a dismal joke. That's probably the best Fozzie-Statler-Waldorf interaction Mm -hmm. in in all of this. Um, Plus Fozzie's mom not thinking that Fozzie is funny is also really good. Um, Uh, I just wrote, a sturdy peasant woman is totally yes. piggy. <laughs> like, just the way that the director was like, we just need a, like, a sturdy, like, like just yeah. putting the emphasis on that, like, and it's like, clearly you're going to pick pick Miss Piggy, yeah. so. Um, but, and then also, like, we need a Tom Selleck type, and it's like, Herman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my I gosh. It's so I just want I more. also wouldn't call Indiana Jones a Tom Selleck type. No, I wouldn't. Like I would I call guess Magnum think... PI a Tom Selleck type, but <laughs> wonder why. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I guess when I think Tom Selleck, I only think mustache. Yeah. Kerm- they should have put Can you imagine Kermit with like a like They a... should have put a Tom Selleck mustache on Kermit. Tom Selleck, if you'd like to be on the podcast, <laughs> specifically to, to take off your fake mustache and put it on uh, Kermit, um, I would, we can make that happen. I'm about to say something really controversial. You've, you've already been doing that, so... What, what? <laughs> I, if, if Kermit had a Tom Selleck mustache, I would not let him kiss me on the forehead. Really? Really. Why do you, why do you say that? I, I would make him shave it off first. I don't know. I just, I just 
but I don't. I think the gag it would be feel he would, like Kermit. I think he would kiss you on the forehead, and then the mustache would be stuck to your forehead. That'd be funny. Like I think that's the bit. Like I don't think he's a frog. He can't grow a mustache. It's clearly gonna be fake. Yeah. But um, another thing that I was the 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 verbiage that was being used in the special, um, and this is going back a little bit. Do you think Doctor Bunsen Honeydew and Beaker are dating? I've always thought that. Yeah. Because, like, I, in this, I've never really gotten that vibe in other things, but, like, there were a lot of, like, he was, like, he was, like, you look cute in that, and you would do this, and I was, like, oh, that's kind of cute. Like, yeah. they're, they're <laughs> canonically a couple, but I don't know, I, I very much, they have not played into that, uh, like, anymore, I don't think. Yes, you in the back raising your hand. It's who you pick si- me. Who's sitting pick, right? Pick me. The, the 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 one sitting. Joey, Joey, pick me. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking, you said the word canonically, and this triggered a memory from earlier today. I was scrolling through Instagram, and I saw an official Sesame Street Instagram post, and it was a video of Bert and Ernie, and it was like a clip from an interview they had done for some magazine, but yeah. of Bert and Ernie, where Bert specifically says he's a fan of Olivia Rodrigo. That's really funny. I, I just, I just remember. I don't know if that, I don't, I mean, it's canon, but yeah. it's a canon event. Can't, can, can, uh, can't interfere. Um, also, random thing that we didn't talk about that we need to, Robin sticking his head out of the monorail. Yes. <laughs> monorail windows don't open. They don't open. Um, I mean, I well, guess the captain's one does, I mean, but that's probably he was where like, was. I guess. Maybe. But why would he be in there? But also, like, very dangerous. And also, very like, dangerous. making... He's such a little guy. He's, he's, he's just a little guy. He's just going to fall out. And I don't want him to fall out of the monorail. That's a long way down. It is for such a little <laughs> but guy. This is such a little... Well, he is a frog, so he'll bounce right back. Like, he's not going to be like any... You know, if a person fell out of the monorail, that would be dangerous. But if a frog falls out of the monorail... I still don't want to try it. Well, we're not going to. We can't open the windows, and we right. don't have Robin. Robin, if you want to be on the podcast, to jump out of the monorail. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't do it. I won't let him. Um, but yeah, but now we're getting towards the end of the special, where they have caught the Muppets. We've they've, they've rounded everybody up. The Kismet Gang. The Kismet Gang, and Kermit's like, I know, Mickey. We're part of the FASA, the Fictional Animal, Animal Stars, Stars of America. America. It's so good. I need, I think, F-A-S-A, like, branded merch. Yeah. I mean, we're just coming up with merch ideas on the spot. At some point, we will have a website up with actual actual things that we have mentioned in the previous episodes. But, um, yeah. I also just love 90s Mickey when they need him. I Um, love his outfit. I love, yeah, I love his little... I'm also very glad that it was cartoon Mickey, so he was like... To scale with the Muppets yeah. and not like. I think Mickey. they. I think I feel like they made that choice on purpose. Yeah. Um, because of that reason. It, it was very be... funny watching cartoon Mickey hug actually their Kermit though. Yeah, it was very. It was it very was funny. Pretty funny. Um. Gosh, I wish the Muppets had, like, it's it's again another like what if of like man if the Muppets had been bought by Disney around this time, like, what would have become of None of these thing. things would have happened without Michael Eisner. Yeah. It always goes back the to The zaniness of the special. So, there's another, another 
televised Disney special that Joey and I have a deep fondness for. And it is the Disneyland 35th anniversary special. Yes. The Muppets are in that, but I'm not going to talk about the Muppets. I'm going to talk about a man by the name of Coconut Charlie. (laughs) The zany... So Coconut Charlie, played by Charlie Fleischer, who also played Roger Rabbit, um, is a Jungle Cruise skipper, and Tony Danza is a passenger... Passenger? Tony Danza is a passenger. Tony Danza, he's catching them skeeters. I was just thinking of Tony. I was just thinking right. of Tony. Yeah, that's literally what I was Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> it's exactly how he said, oh, right. I'm giving, giving me that? Hand. You're giving me the Kermit the hand Kermit from your hand. dad? Yeah. Wow, that's pretty rude. I'll work on it. Oh, right. You tell your story. I'm just going to keep saying all right in the background. Um, so, oh, right. So, so that was another oh, thing right. that would. <laughs> no, keep telling your story. You're fine. That, would not happen without Michael Eisner. And Joey's leading in. No, don't spoil it. They can't see it. It's not a visual medium. They don't know what I'm doing. Oh, right. <laughs> but, but, um, why was I talking about Coconut Charlie? Oh, it just has a very similar vibe to, like, this wouldn't happen today, and all these things were produced because Michael Eisner had a particular fondness for the Muppets and also the Jungle Cruise. Oh, absolutely. Like, things, like, for the Coconut Charlie, people are, like, jumping into the river, and it shows, like, a guy's arm getting bitten off by an alligator. <laughs> the guy that gets like, eaten, literally eaten yeah. by an alligator across the <laughs> You know, he, Coconut Charlie's, like, shooting a gun all over. There's, like, lots of gun violence in these, by the way. Yeah. Um, but, like, none of these things, like, these were all just, like, Michael Eisner likes it. Okay, I guess we'll do it. But um, the 35th anniversary special and the Muppets at Disney World special were both filmed in 1990. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, have we seen anything as incredible as either of these specials post-Eisner? No. No, I feel like they're very... the, The specials that come out now are very... Polished. They're just extra long commercials. Yeah, like and there's, there's like, not as much heart. In them. Yeah, and it's it's. And so I, I want them to be a little bit more zany and goofy, yeah. and it's like as as much as the geography of the special making me mad. It's like, I I I would I want it to be like that. Yeah, like, I think that it, that's fun. It's silly, um, but I love that it ends with you know they've they've met up with with Mickey and they put their hands on the. Um, Outside of the Chinese theater yeah. in MGM. We need to make a pilgrimage to their handprints. Yeah, and I, w- I wish they had Gonzo's, like... Yeah, and Fozzie's <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. I think that, like, that that is a missed opportunity that they don't have that there. And, like, I thought it was cute that they were all... They ended the special, like, you know, at the different locations around yeah. the different parks and all. It was also very weird to see it, like, the thinking about the parks without Animal Kingdom. Yeah. It's, like, it's, oh, my God, it's, yeah, it's I didn't just, even really think about that. It's just strange to me. Um, I guess in my head I was like, oh, they just didn't go there. But no, it just wasn't <laughs> a thing yet. They didn't go. Um, but yeah, I just, overall, I think it was a cute special. So yeah. let's let's go back to the questions that we always end, that we're ending with. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, of course. You know how people are always like, I was born in the wrong era. And it's like, they wish they were like alive in like the 70s or 80s or whatever. Right. Like the 20s. Yeah. I was born in the wrong era. Specifically because I was not, like, a 
child during these Eisner years. Yeah. I I'm I feel like we're fortunate enough that we got to feel the effect. We have the effect and some of the results still intact. Of well, specifically growing up with two thousands Disney. Yeah. Because we were getting that like in full force and like part of me misses that specific era of Disney and that brand nostalgia. Yeah. Because it's like going to the parks with, you know, the the Animal Kingdom when it had a parade or mm-hmm. Hollywood Studios being MGM Studios and being like when it had a going parade. to go, well yeah when it had a parade and Epcot, and Epcot when, when it, it had, had a parade. parade and Magic Kingdom when it had two parades. Yeah. Like that's we just miss parades. I just really like parades. I really like a good parade. I want a whole parade of the Muppets. Kissing you on the floor. Yep. Yeah. Because all that coming from Joey a mile away. <laughs> my like stupid little grin forming. That I'm gonna call back to this recurring bit. Oh my gosh! But I think the special was very cute. I already said my favorite song was the um, Electric Mayhem one. Um, I think my favorite character throughout the entirety of the special. I. Um, I think I really like, hmm, I mean, Michael Eisner only has a little bit of time in there, but I think, I don't know, maybe it's probably Kermit. I think mm. I like, I like <clears throat> Kermit's like little, I don't know, maybe Rolf. Rolf was. I do like Rolf. Yeah. What I about like, you? This is a really good one for Piggy. Oh, yeah. I'm not Piggy. always a gigantic Miss Piggy fan, yeah. but this Bo- is a pretty good one for Miss Piggy. Piggy and Beauregard, and Beauregard. going on their, their yeah. I mean, every, all the characters except for like This is that, a very ensemble piece. Yeah, except for like stuff. <laughs> the, way, <laughs> the way you said that, my God. Um, the, except for Statler and Waldorf, like, which I was not yeah. a big fan of. Until no, they were, they were big cringe. Oh, you know what? Who's my favorite character? Fozzie's mom. Mm. Fozzie's mom stole, stole, the, stole the show in this. I'm a big Robin fan in this one. Robin was very cute. Robin was so Especially cute. at the end when he had his little bow tie on. Yeah. Um, so, Michaela, on a scale of Muppets Now to Muppets Christmas Carol, where do you rank Muppets at Disney World? 8.5. Whoa. I really like this mostly because, well, Michael Eisner's a big factor. I love me some Eisner. Um... I also love seeing, like we talked about in like, when we were talking about like the YouTube and the TikTok stuff, I love the Muppets in the parks Mm -hmm. because those are two things that I have such a big nostalgic affinity for. I love the parks and I love the Muppets and I love seeing them when they're together. Um, I think that the special is really cute. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, However, I think that it's, it's... I'm sort of contradicting myself because as much as I love the like the fact that it's not polished, I want it to be a little bit more structured mm-hmm. in the sense that I like the story. I think the story is very polished. Like Jerry Jewell wrote a like fantastic script. Yeah. Um, but something about it just doesn't really like hit for me, and I think I can only give it like a six. Okay. Um, I think it's sort of like that is like it is just above average. Okay. For me. Um, I think, and I'm thinking of like television specials specifically with the Muppets. Mm. Um, I think there's better ones out there. So I, I think this is my, this there is my so middle many. of the ground. Oh yeah. I mean, we got, we got yeah. plenty of material to, we sure do. to 
siphon through. But um, in terms of this podcast, let us know uh, what you liked about Muppets of Disney World, if you've seen it. And if you haven't seen it, it is on YouTube, so just look it up and give it a watch. Would you let Kermit kiss you with a Tom Selleck mustache? Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Would you let Animal chase you around from Main Street, USA, all the way to the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular? Now, keep in mind that that is a lot of running. That is so much running. Like, the distance of that is crazy. And she did it in heels. Hmm. Um, She's not even sweating. Yeah, she was not sweating. Um, so yeah, so just let us know what you thought about, about the special, about what you think about the podcast. Hit us up on our Facebook at the Lovers of Dreamers, the podcast, as well as our Instagram at Lovers Dreamers podcast. Um, and we will absolutely read it and talk about it and all that good stuff. But until next time, we will see you on the next podcast. Yay! I'm going to, I'm going to end it now. Are you? Well, I was, but then I accidentally scrolled too far. I don't know how to end this thing. It's not a bit. The Lovers, the Dreamers, the Podcast has no affiliation with the Muppets Studio LLC or the Walt Disney Company. The views stated by the participants are theirs alone and do not represent the organizations or companies they happen to work for or be a subsidiary of. Thanks for listening, and you'll hear us next week.